Welcome to the Shake Up Podcast. I'm your host, performance coach and life enthusiast, Candace Harvey. Whether you're a business owner, an employee, or none of the above, this shakeup is for you. In this podcast, I'll be talking about all things human behavior, why people do what they do, but more importantly, why people don't do what they wish they could do, while sharing experiences, expertise, and mindset hacks, all of which helped me to move from simply going through the motions to now living a life where I look forward to Monday. Yes, I'm one of those people. My full-time job is to support people, whether one-on-one, groups online, or in corporate workshops, to get themselves out of their own way, throw their excuses in the bin, achieve more, and feel better than ever before. So if you're ready for a shake-up, to learn something new, and apply something different to your life that is simple, fun, and feels more like you, then you're in the right place. Before we get started, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast today, home of the Gubby Gubby people and the Jinnaburra people, whose lands and waters we all now share. And I pay my respects to elders past and present. Hello, welcome back to the Shake Up podcast. I have two questions for you today to kick it off. Now, the first question is how many times have you been asked for feedback? So you having to give someone feedback. And the second question is, how many times have you asked for feedback? So wanting feedback on yourself. Loads. You do it all the time. Hardly ever. You have no idea when the last time was that you asked for feedback or that you had to give someone feedback. Yeah. Since having my own business, my outlook on feedback has quadrupled. I don't really know what that means, but it just means that my outlook has got pretty intense in terms of feedback. Being in HR for as long as I have in my previous life, so 15 years for those who like specifics, I always knew that in terms of development and growth for both employees and managers, feedback is a must. Otherwise, what happens is people just keep doing what they've always done, whether it's right or wrong, they are just none the wiser and they just keep at it, bless their little cotton socks. But since being in my business, I now more than ever understand why feedback is so freaking important. And without it, I honestly don't know where I would be today, which also means that when someone asks me for feedback these days, I take the time to give it because I know the importance that it actually holds. So that being said, today's episode is titled, Your Feedback is Important to Us, But Is It Really? Because don't worry, I've said that back to companies before, especially companies you know, with terrible customer service who ask for feedback and have the tagline, your feedback is important to us because sometimes you wonder if it is. Like, really? So today I'm going to discuss the top three benefits of getting yourself some feedback, whether you are an employee, a manager, a business owner, or simply a human who is interested in showing up better than you currently are. And if that's the case, you are absolutely in the right place. That rhymed. That was super cute. Let's get started. Okay, so feedback. I already feel like I've said feedback about 47,000 times in the last two minutes, so I'm losing all concept of the word. Isn't it funny when you do that? Like you say a word so many times, it just sounds like a sound, and you wonder why they call feedback feedback. 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 Also, the English language is super weird. Like honestly, think about it. So feed, as in like eat, and your back, (laughs) I can't believe I'm saying this, and your back as in like your body part, so it's like eat the back of your body part because also I mean yeah okay feed as in pass through and back as in back to you you get it oh my god I don't know why I'm still talking and explaining this but you know in like you've committed and you're sort of talking and you just got to 
keep finishing. Otherwise, that would be annoying. Imagine if I just like halfway through that just stopped and got back to the topic of the podcast episode. Yeah, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? You're all going, no, actually, if you could stick to the topic, that'd be great. All right, feedback. So why do we ask for it in the first place? The ultimate goal of asking for feedback is to improve. Like that's it. We ask for feedback to improve. Unfortunately, though, there's a lot of confusion in this. People seem to ask for feedback and expect or hope for a praise and a praise only. And when they don't get the praise, they crack it. Have you ever experienced that before? Like someone asks for honest feedback, you give it, and then you're all of a sudden the worst person in the world. It's like the typical, be honest, do I look fat in this dress? And then the husband like pauses, unsure what to do. Like, do I lie or do I tell the truth? Do I lie? Or do I tell the truth? Because they know the honest thing isn't what will win in the end, which is confusing because we are told that honesty is the most important thing, but sometimes it's not. So if this is your approach, that you only want feedback for a praise or a tap on the back, change it. If you want to hear something nice, so let's just call it nice feedback, call your mum or your grandma or a friend who only says nice things. You know, not the friend we all have who only tells the truth. Like she's a little bit annoying, right? But call your mum or someone who's just really good at overestimating our skills and abilities. <laughs> Thanks, mum. Like if that that is what you need, it's completely fine. Like that is totally my mum. And I know that she'll be listening to this, but everything I do is just awesome. You know, like I actually, I need to be able to share this. I remember when I was doing a lot of the fly in, fly out work and I would come home and I was always on edge because it was just a chapter in my life that I just wasn't enjoying. I wasn't loving. And also when you're doing fly in, fly out work, you're eating whatever they provide. So I would come home and I'd want to cook or I'd want to make something, some other outlet that was very different to the life that I was living when I was in a camp. And I started baking and I'm, I'm not a good baker even to this day. I still try. And I'd probably like to bake over cooking as such. I do both now. I never used to. It's a big deal. For people who have known me a very long time, they know that I may as well have just put jumpers in my oven for a very long time before I met my husband, Jason Harvey. I never used to do anything, but I do now. But I'm digressing. But I went to make a upside down pineapple cake. I think that's what it's called. Um, And I went to make this cake. Oh, no, it wasn't that. That was another time. It was a hummingbird cake. No, sorry. It's really important that I get the specifics right. I know it doesn't matter, but it does to me. I made a hummingbird cake, right? So I made this cake. Keeping in mind, I was pretty miserable this time in my life because fly in, fly out. I made this cake. It wasn't great. I served it up. I gave it to my mum and dad. And it was terrible, ladies and gentlemen. Like I'm talking dry, like even to cut it. I was like, this is not going to be nice. And I gave it to my dad. And my dad was like, Candace. This is a really great cake. I knew it wasn't, but watching him was the cutest thing. I said, Dad, it's a little bit dry. He said, I love dry cake, literally. And we say this all the time now. It's like a joke in the family. I love dry cake. He said, all you need to have is just a little bit of ice cream with it. And it's perfect. It's beautiful. And he honestly did. He got up, he got himself some ice cream and he's like, I love dry cake. Anyway, so that is the nice feedback that I'm talking about. So whether you have people who like dry cake in your life, these are the people that you call for a little bit of a a pick-me-up, right? And it's completely fine to want to have these people in your life, but this is not the feedback that we're actually talking about. We all need some sugar sometimes, or some ice cream in my dad's case, but don't expect to master your field or get better at what you do based on that. 
You know, like dad's comment wasn't exactly helping me to make the next best hummingbird cake to be able to enter MasterChef, right? Like that wasn't helpful, bless his little cotton socks. But the valuable feedback is the stuff that's really going to help you to move forward. And the nice feedback at best case will keep you still. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it will. Or over and over again, making ordinary cake. Yeah. But to me, feedback has always been important because I want to know what I'm doing well so I can keep doing it. And I want to know what's not landing well so I can change it around. But there is no doubt that asking for feedback has become, I guess, louder as the millennial generation has become the dominant voice in workplaces. Because even the latest research by PwC found that nearly 60% of people would like feedback on a daily or weekly basis. And it's a number that increased to 72% for employees under the age of 30. So with a huge proportion of people working even remotely all the time, how we are at the moment, they are also naturally having less interaction with managers and colleagues. So what this means is that there are even fewer natural opportunities, if we want to call it that, for like ad hoc in the moment feedback. So we actually do need to work a little bit harder to think about where and how feedback can actually take place. So this episode today is all about how important feedback is, what you gain from feedback and also what you don't get and what you don't receive if you are not one of those people who is asking for feedback on a regular basis. So today I want to outline the top benefits of getting yourself some regular feedback because if this is something that you don't currently do as an employee, as a manager, as a business owner or as simply an exceptional human who wants to be the best version of themselves that they can be, we need to get us some feedback. So here are the top three benefits of getting feedback. Number one, and this is my absolute favorite, so I'm starting here. Number one is it improves your ability to fix mistakes quickly. It improves your ability to fix mistakes quickly. Receiving feedback from, I don't know, colleagues or your manager, in my case, my clients, can really help you to understand areas of your performance that require improvement. People can give you guidance about how to solve problems effectively and way more efficiently. After every client I work with, and even after every round of my group program, so Peak State, which helps people get their lives into balance and achieve loads more as a result, and even after every corporate workshop that I run, I ask for feedback. And not to be told how great a job I did, although that's pretty cool. I do enjoy it, but that's not the point. I truly want to see if there are any improvements I can make. Because if I'm not told by the people who work with me, I will honestly never know. And what I would hate to be able to do is not know and then go into my next client session, go into my next peak state group, go into my next corporate workshop and continue to make the same mistakes. You know, my husband can't help me with this. My friends can't help me with this. Not even my coach can help me with this. The best people to help me to improve and fix any mistakes in the work that I do is my clients. It's those people that work with me the closest to experience me in the way that I want to be able to receive that feedback. I remember when I worked in HR, actually, I was running a training session on sexual harassment. Now, not, this was all about how not to sexually harass people in the workplace, just to justify that for some people who got a little bit excited in that moment, how not to sexually harass people in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And I remember my feedback form that I handed out at the end of it was really basic. Like it was really let me know what you loved and also how could I improve this session in the future? Like it was just those two sort of basic questions. And out of the 30 people in the room for this particular training session, I had about eight people respond to the how can I improve question with the 
basically the exact same thing, which was don't wear your noisy bracelets next time. And I was like, oh, (laughs) oh, a little bit of a common theme. And uh, everyone's a bit aggressive about the bracelets. But I I didn't realize this, right? I went through a phase back then where I wore a lot of silver jewelry and I didn't actually take it off. Like I slept with it on. I showered with it on. I had like a bracelet from my brother that I absolutely loved. And it just meant a lot to me. I had a charm bracelet with charms dangling all over it where I collected charms from all over the globe when I was traveling. So yeah, I guess on reflection, it was quite noisy, but I couldn't hear it. Like it was just, it was normal for me. That was just how I sounded. But apparently a lot of people could hear it and it was very distracting and they did not enjoy it. So next session, I took my bracelets off without asking for that feedback though. And without people being honest and giving me that feedback, I could have annoyed and distracted a hell of a lot more people out of all of my gabillion workshops that would have followed that. So the number one reason we need to ask for feedback regularly is to improve your ability to fix mistakes. So number two, the second benefit of asking for feedback is it helps you to improve your performance. Number two is it helps you to improve your performance. I love this one. Now, when you ask someone how you can improve your work performance, they can actually give you honest advice and even steps to take to meet your goals. Now, as some of you know, I run corporate workshops for teams. And one of the workshops that I actually run is where we talk about the manager behind their back, actually. So this is all for managers who want to be exceptional leaders. So not just good ones, they want to be exceptional. It's also for people who are pretty freaking brave in this area as well, because it requires feedback, right? So like we sort of said, it's all well and good saying, yes, feedback's important and okay, I'm going to ask for feedback. But once you ask for it, here it comes. You're going to get it, especially if you get a session organized with Candace Harvey Coaching. So what we do in this session is all the direct reports are in a room with me and we basically talk about the way that the manager is actually performing. So the way that the they are behaving, the things that they are saying, the things that they are doing, and we get really clear as a group on what we want the manager to be able to keep doing because they love that about the manager. It's like, keep doing this because we love coming to work because of the way that you are, the things that you're saying, the things that you're doing is the best. Keep doing that. And then we look at areas that are maybe a bit frustrating, you know, things that they're saying or things that they're doing are making it a bit hard for them to do their work. And it's not about us giving advice to the manager on how we want them to start coming to work tomorrow and start doing things this way, please. And thank you. It's just about giving that feedback saying when you are saying these things and when you are doing these things, this is what's going on for me. So it's being really constructive with these are the things we love. And these are the things that are a little bit difficult and allowing the manager that opportunity to improve, which is just exceptional. Now we know that there's a lot of research that's been done as well, where employees join an organization because they want to be a part of the organization, or they're excited about the job, or they're excited about just the actual culture or the values or whatever it is about the organization that's drawing them in. But most of the time, people leave an organization because of their manager, because of their supervisor. And what happens is they have a lot of feedback that they'd love to be able to give their manager, their supervisor, their team leader, whoever it is, but they don't actually give it to them. They don't actually ever feel comfortable. They don't have an environment where they can provide feedback to this person who is that next step above to say, hey, these things that you keep doing are driving me bonkers. And if you keep doing it, I'm going to have to go somewhere else because I can't stand coming to work each and every day. So we need to be able to get really comfortable with not only asking for feedback, but being the type of people where we can receive feedback as well. 
And in a similar sort of token, sometimes people don't ask for feedback because they think they know better than whoever they are asking feedback from. But I'm sorry, mate, this is not the case. I have personally had brilliant feedback in the past from people much younger than me with way less experience than me. And the feedback has been an absolute game changer. And this happens a lot in the direct feedback sessions that I run in businesses as well, that the feedback that teams come up with, the feedback that we end up putting together and compiling for the manager to go, hey, keep doing this, hey, change this up, blows the manager away. You know, it actually makes life easier for the manager because they're like, oh my God, they're the things that they love? Oh, I didn't think that's what they loved. Cool. That's easy. I can keep doing that. And then you can look at the other side and go, oh, that makes actually a lot of sense. Like I didn't think about the way I was coming across. No wonder that's a little bit frustrating for them. I can totally change that up. I can make a change. And some of it is so easy to change, but they haven't had the opportunity to hear it before. You know, a lot of the time as well, we are too close to what we do on a regular basis to see what needs improving. Sometimes the feedback also that we receive can feel really small. You know, so often, like there's a lot of common themes that I get with the feedback, especially within my workshops where people will say, I love the humor that Candace brings to the workshop, or I love how Candace checks in on the team two weeks later, or giving the group time to share our learnings was really insightful. You know, all of this is awesome. It's really helpful to help me improve, but it also sheds light on what people love. And once I know simply what people love, I can not only keep doing it, but I can do it better. I can be more intentional with doing the things that people love about working with me. Now, even in an out of work situation, this actually still works and still has a really big impact in your personal life. So if you want to be a better wife or husband or partner or friend or sister or whatever, you're allowed to ask how. It's okay to ask someone for feedback on what they love so that you can intentionally keep doing it or what you do that maybe drives them bonkers so you can do a little bit less of that maybe, right? But it's all in the name of improving your performance and improving the relationships that you have and improving the person that you are. So number two is asking for feedback helps you to improve your performance. And number three is develops open, transparent dialogue. I love this. So this is the third reason why we want to be regularly asking for feedback is it develops open and transparent dialogue. So seeking regular feedback may help you to develop professional relationships that are honest and focused on improving and developing even career competencies, right? Now, this is a really big one. If people know you are someone who is open to feedback, they see you as more trusting. They see you as really genuine. They see you as someone who is really serious about growth and development, which is all great traits, I personally surround myself with incredible people these days, especially in the business world where we know we can give each other positive and constructive feedback. We know we're all open to learning and being better tomorrow than we were yesterday. Did I say that around the right way? Being better tomorrow than we were yeah, being better tomorrow than we were today. I don't know why I just ignored today then. Yeah, you're, you're totally picking up what I'm putting down. But we all know that there are people in our lives who are, not open to feedback, where you wouldn't give them feedback, even if they asked you because they just are not open to it. And you don't feel as though you can be honest with them. And I just, I don't want you to be one of those people, but I have a feeling if you're someone who listens to the Shake Up podcast, you are very open, which is awesome. And we want to keep being that because the opportunities that you miss out on or the mislearnings that you receive, if you are someone who people perceive you as not being open to wanting to learn, wanting to do things different is detrimental. So those are the top three benefits of getting yourself some feedback. 
Number one, it improves your ability to fix mistakes quickly. Number two, it helps you to improve your performance. And number three, it develops open and transparent dialogue. Three great things that everyone needs and could do more of in their life. But also it's really important to recognize that feedback can be really uncomfortable for a lot of people, regardless of whether you're on the giving or receiving end. In fact, there's even a study that found that receivers' heart rates jumped enough to show moderate or extreme duress in spontaneous feedback scenarios, and both the receiver and the giver of feedback felt equally anxious, meaning the process and idea of feedback for a lot of people isn't easy. But it is so important if you are wanting to increase self-awareness and for personal and professional growth. So we don't want to not do it or not ask for it or not even give it just because it's uncomfortable. Discomfort leads to a lot of great things. Just ask my brilliant clients who work with me who I get them feeling very uncomfortable a lot of the time, but a lot of great results come from it. So although this episode was all about the benefits of asking for feedback, the most underrated skill may be actually receiving it. But the power lies in the receiver's ability to process and integrate the information in a way that ultimately makes you more effective. So remember that too, when you are genuinely seeking feedback and you receive feedback, handle it well. Thank the person for taking time to give you feedback. You know, people are busy and when they sit down to give you feedback on how you are doing, it's a privilege. It's an absolute gift. So make sure they know how much you appreciate it. Remember, you don't know all the answers and people around you, regardless of their age or experience, will see what you do through a very different lens and be able to give you a very different perspective, which is absolutely gold. So be open to that and absolutely soak that up. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it got you thinking very differently. I hope you get your cute bums out there and you ask for feedback. And then when people ask you for feedback as well, you give people the time to really give it to them. (laughs) That sounded terrible. Really give it to them. Go out there and give it to them. But we want it to be something that is improved. You know, if people are focusing on growth and development, which I really do hope they are. And I think that there is an absolute want for that. We want to be able to give it the time that it absolutely deserves. And so speaking of feedback, I would love your feedback on the Shake Up podcast so far. The bits that you love, the bits that you don't love. I mean, be kind about the things that you don't love. Like, let's remember that in general with feedback, yeah? Uh, But I would love to be able to hear it because honestly, without your feedback, I'll just keep making it up as I go along. So I'd love to hear the type of episodes that you most enjoy. Do you like the short ones? Do you like the long ones? I have such a mixed review on that. I have some people tell me that the short ones are annoying because it doesn't It doesn't take enough time in the car when they're driving to where they want to go. And then there's some people saying they love the short ones and that the long ones take too long, which, you know, short, long. Yeah, I get it. But I'd still love to hear it. Do you want more or less personal shares on the episode? Do you enjoy the guest episodes more than the solo episodes? Again, be careful with that one. You could hurt my heart a little bit. But I do want to hear because honestly, if it is more of the guest ones that you want, I will get more guests on. Some people have told me they actually enjoy the solo episodes more. So... (laughs) Thank you so much. I'll just keep talking. But tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Don't make me beg. It's unattractive. But as this is only episode 24 of the Shake Up podcast, and I'm hoping to have forever to go, your feedback is important to me. It really is. So whether you DM me on socials, send me an email, or I don't know, hunt me down, which sounds a little bit scary, but get your feedback to me and I'll absolutely appreciate it and take it on board. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a wonderful day wherever you are. And until next time, have fun and shake things up.